0: hello everyone and welcome to show hoppers you've never seen a freak show like this today we are covering the white lotus season two episode five that's amore i am mr sal high school science teacher watching the white lotus season two for the first time because it's new on hbo and very excited to be doing so with my co-host and former student kurt kurt do you have my medic desire
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't have that problem mr Sal that's i'm not that's not me that's the wrong guy okay oh,
0: okay all right I don't, I don't have
1: that that's not that's not me you might have that
0: I think pretty much everybody does I looked up memetic desire it sounds pretty universal
1: oh see that means you do have it so you're trying to you're like uh what's that called when no like, I... you have your own problems and you're well, all of the projecting.
0: definitions all the definitions that i found uh-huh. said nothing about like societal class or status or anything like that it was just about imitation like you see that someone else wants to have this thing or do this thing and therefore you do as well
1: i think it applies for certain things but yeah i, I, guess, I see what you mean that um
0: yeah.
1: i guess everyone has that but i guess it just comes down to in what way do you have it for, right?
0: So, so one of the arguments is, uh, how, uh, how do you know what to want unless you see other people wanting it?
1: Fair. For some things. For some things. Yeah. It, 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 it was a thing of, like, do people laugh? Yeah. you have never seen anyone else laugh. Right. Right. <laughs> huh. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I, I guess the, what the point is, is that desire, was from what I... Some of the articles that I read was the, saying that desire is a learned behavior.
1: I think in some ways. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Anyway, well, I digress. We, we, we need to talk about this episode right now. That's Amore. I know that is what I desire to do right now. So What's let's just do that? it. What does Amore yes. mean? Love. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Did you not know that?
1: No, I, well, I had a good guess, but I want to make okay. sure. Yeah, that's that's um
0: that's a really famous, really famous song. That's more
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. have you heard the song
1: before? I have, I have heard the song. Okay.
0: All right. Fantastic. All right, Kurt, I need to we've talked about this episode way too much already before guessing our ratings. So let's let's do that. Ratings. Kurt, I think that there's I think there's very little that you would have disliked about this episode. Uh, I'm not sure how, actually, I'm not sure how you felt about everything happening in Palermo. I think you might have been lukewarm on Tanya, Jack, Quentin, Portia. I think you might have been lukewarm on that nah, stuff. I think you, like, adored the, the two couples in the wine tour and everything after the wine tour. I think you loved everything with Lucia, Dominic, Bert. Alb that stuff i thought i think you thought was great i think you liked valentina stuff a lot who am i missing i think that's m- mostly everybody I, th- hmm. I my only question is what you is how you felt about palermo because if you like palermo then i think you gave us a 10 if you're lukewarm on it you might have gone down to a nine i i'm gonna give you oh man i don't know
1: gonna, i know
0: i know you know i'm I'm going to say you like Palermo enough to give this a 10. All right.
1: I think you loved this episode. I think this is your favorite episode so far. You gave it a 10. Oh, like my God, everything.
0: yes. Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: I love this episode so much. Oh, yes, it's a 10 for me.
1: Sadly, I gave it a 9.
0: <laughs> oh, was it Palermo? That, that it was it?
1: Palermo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's too bad. Maybe you could talk me up. I mean, it wasn't all Palermo. Mm-hmm. So I love everything that goes on at the uh, White Lotus, you know, Valtina, uh, mm-hmm. Lucia, and uh, Mia, Albie, or the, all the has the two young couples. What, what I will say, though, that I, I wasn't a big fan of was I liked Ethan and Harper's, like, initial dialogue in the beginning with Finding the yeah. Condom. That was good. Yeah. I didn't care very much for, the, actually, the couple during the day until about dinner time, though. Like, I, I... I the scenes were all right, but I don't know. It just kind of went the way I thought they would go of well, Harper's drinking again and stuff. That, but when it got to dinner time, it got pretty interesting again with, with them. But.
0: Interesting.
1: See, There's i I thought
0: there. I thought that storyline was just completely enthralling because Harper. Uh, uh, I mean, the the initial confrontation i thought was great it was almost a breakup scene so oh it was was very good it was very good good. confrontation really really good i loved it i I loved ethan's half-baked apology it's such a half-baked apology though it's like there's no contrition there at all it's just like (laughs) oh i'm sorry that you're upset like it's ridiculous he clearly did something wrong i didn't do anything
1: wrong i didn't lie to you or anything we did oh, okay i didn't tell you the whole at, thing fine okay, at, fine
0: but <laughs> at best it was a lie of omission but at, but he definitely
1: did several times say nothing happened which it clearly did so well you should be happy i mean i didn't do anything i had a chance to i didn't so yeah lucky right. you, well, just <laughs> lucky so <fortunate>. you yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so uh I, I lost i lost some respect for ethan in that yeah argument yeah. But, but um but I, I was so enthralled with everything thereafter because now Harper, it goes on this passive aggressive campaign to signal that she knows,
1: mm-hmm.
0: while simultaneously like completely sucking Cameron into her like gravity, right? So mm-hmm. like so pulling pulling Cameron toward her while simultaneously like shredding him. And exposing these two, I just I thought it was amazing. It was it was incredible. And then the the scene with Daphne, with the trainer afterwards. Oh, like, okay.
1: That was, so did you see? So, did you notice the same thing? So was I have good. I have
0: questions. I have questions okay. about the scene. So, okay. No, i but, think the same thing? Okay. Yeah.
1: So
0: so I, I have several questions about that mm-hmm. scene. But but anyway, I I just could not get enough of, of all that stuff thought it was him and then on top of that cameron's being like confronted by lucia in the middle of all of it, which is phenomenal it's, it's i i love that stuff the the palermo stuff it took me a little bit of time to warm up to it uh, but I, I i mean i did some research into madam butterfly i did i've not seen madam butterfly before have you no okay so I, i'll tell you a little bit about madam butterfly i may as well Ooh. tell you now so, Madame Butterfly is an opera about this American. I, I'm not sure what his occupation. I think he's somehow in the military, uh, and he is in, I believe, Japan. Um, and he falls. I don't, don't want to say in love because, but he has a love affair with a geisha named Madame Butterfly, and he, you know, marries her, quote unquote. But all the while, uh, never intends to stay married to her he intends to eventually marry an american um he disappears for three years during which time madam butterfly has a child like by him and when he comes back after three years he is married to an american woman um and madam butterfly dies by suicide oh jeez! so i had not even contemplated suicide as an option in this in this season here
1: God. <laughs>
0: but it got me thinking it could be. <laughs> are, are we going to be a, see a suicide and Tanya talks about how she can relate to Madam Butterfly I mean for, for all we know this is this is basically her story with Greg that Greg has a family back home and Tanya is his like exotic wife who he you know Spend some time with when he's not at home.
1: Why at another resort? Yeah,
0: yeah, but I think that uh, it could also apply to uh, Lucia because Lucia, it, you know, it, it, Lucia and Albie, where Albie comes here to this exotic place,
1: but he will eventually leave, and
0: he will eventually leave, and and uh, that will destroy her. So. Anyway, th- th- so I like the bat butterfly stuff, the- and Quentin's conversation about beauty and love. I don't think I took a breath through that entire thing. I was just so sucked into that. Incredible. So, anyway, I don't know if that helps or not, but
1: well, no. So, what do you mean by the the beauty? Like, I remember the conversation, but was so,
0: so this conversation about well, first of all, the, there's they do a lot with the score and pull in that scene. The, to and to to make it sound like, huh? Is he trying to tell her something here? So he tells this story about this Wyoming cowboy who was yeah, was not gay, personally. Love, yeah. Who but he would still do anything for him. What happened to him? Well, he got old. And I'm thinking, hmm. Colorado is very close to Wyoming. Is he talking about Greg? Is did Greg like put the put this guy up to shuffling? tanya off to palermo and to what end like i thought for a minute that the that, uh, may still happen that quentin was going to kill tanya
1: <laughs> for greg
0: <laughs> for greg Jeez. <laughs> so so is that all that but then you know that he, he quotes quotes gorge gorge vidal said like i understand the uh, the well i don't remember all of what he said but it's basically i understand you know, sex because you're bored i understand uh paying for it or something like that mm-hmm. but i don't understand the love affair and quentin talks about love not being his achilles heel but rather beauty is and and then of course we see you know Jack, who I, he's at least claiming is his nephew. <laughs> yeah, I got, was, I
1: got some questions this, about that. Yeah,
0: this, this this got a little Game of Thronesy if he actually is his nephew, <laughs> but um, maybe we're in Westeros and not Sicily after all. But uh, at any rate, you know, Jack is undeniably like beautiful, but not someone that <laughs> anybody I don't think would ever really fall in love with. <laughs> so, uh, at least not in his current state. You know he could he could have depths that we don't know about i suppose but um so yeah so beauty is his achilles heel so he says but anyway uh, that that conversation w- was enthralling to me as well so anyhow i i i love everything about this episode <laughs> i love Mia's proposition
1: to valentina, valentina. Yeah, it's yeah. so
0: good like uh, it Val- calls
1: back to the monster uh, lucia made Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> yes, and and you know, Valentina, who has been a really, really an interesting character. As it turns out, it's funny because the first couple episodes, I thought there's no like she's nothing. She's just kind of background. Like there's nothing to it. This character uh, has gotten to be quite interesting, like extremely interesting. the The way she plays that scene with just a 50-50 mixture of indignation and. Flattered, uh, not flattery. um, What do you call being flattered?
1: Um, Uh, Well, she is flattered.
0: (laughs) Charmed. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Flattered, charmed. Like she's got this, like, this 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 coarse glare coming from her eyes but her her lips are kind of curling up into a smile it's 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 really (laughs) but it's really it's really amazing i i i thought it was incredible i thought it was really good stuff uh and then and dominic was really interesting to me in this episode too like his his conversation with, with Bert, Bert about, yeah. you know, I, I could blame you, but I, I don't blame you. But clearly, he actually is. Okay. So, you know, like, the, the, you think you were just so discreet. And that, that conversation was really interesting. Like, do you think your mother loved me and I loved her. That's all it was. Not, he says, it's not that simple. And he goes, yes, it is. And then like, yep. I thought for a minute that Bert was going to cry, but he, but he really just buckled down and was like yes it is it is actually that simple dominic so shut the hell up <laughs> and i he's still he's been what is this the third episode in a row that he's been
1: celibate i think so it was...
0: which i mean three days doesn't sound oh, okay. like a lot but but three days for a sex addict is pretty remarkable yeah so that is i mean if if he actually has been
1: yeah, yeah, I was going follow him, but I think I, I think they would show us if he wasn't.
0: Yeah, exactly. I loved his little stroll on the beach where he's, he sees all the couples, couples and, the, yeah. and all their variety. You know, it's like there's a family, there's an older couple, there's a younger couple. Like it's it was really. And then he, you know, eventually makes the another phone call home to to try to reconnect with Abby. I, everything about this episode worked for me. I loved it
1: for Lucia and uh, Albe.
0: I love Lucia and Elby. I did love
1: Lucia and Elby. I love it because here's here's why I'll say this. What I really like about it is, um, what, what's Lucia's? Uh, what, what's the um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Alexio? Uh, Alessio. 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 Yeah. Is is Lucia playing Elby? I know. Who <laughs> has the, the question? Is 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 she like? It's just for show. Because I it, want it, it, so will... badly. To that to have that not be the case. I know. I kind of feel bad for Albie, but
0: it's the case. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because so they
1: seem pretty invested in this now. He's already been Ever... told
0: have a nice life in this episode. <laughs> I
1: don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to see Lucia be playing him, but but it, what what really makes me think that she might is how she talks to Mia. She describes Albie with two words of um, I don't remember what it is. Sweet, rich. rich. Oh yeah, you're right. Rich and something else. I
0: mean, yeah, nice. I think, yeah, I think nice or sweet or something like that.
1: Which is like, huh. It
0: wasn't naive, was it?
1: Maybe it was. I don't know if it's naive. I don't remember it now.
0: Yeah, it seems pretty. Was, no, I should have probably I should and um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't <laughs>
1: remember the word. I mean, I might have it written down. We'll, we'll yeah. see. But that, you know, I heard that's like, oh, I want to cheat. And then this whole, like, Alessio thing. And I don't know. I don't know. I am, I, I am into it. I, I, it's very interesting. And I'm. Especially the dynamic with his family, like Ellie's family, and you know the the men, older men in the family, talking about it and how he feels about it. You know the humor of it too, actually. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, him not realizing that she's an escort.
0: (laughs) I know that was pretty funny, but you know, I honestly, I love that storyline, and I feel like I'm okay. Either way with it, I I like the ambiguity of, of it right now. Oh yeah, and however it turns out, I feel like I'm gonna be satisfied. I, I really like I'm, I'm rooting for them as a couple, which is kind of probably foolhardy because I don't think that I don't think people necessarily get happy endings in this season. I know we we had several reasonably happy endings in season one. Mark and Nicole. You know? yeah we, we said that most mm-hmm. of the most of the people left as though nothing had ever happened and yeah. you know, they go on with their lives and wreck the lives of the people that they left behind so i mean you can you can almost expect i, I mean i don't know if we can expect that again I, I don't know if they'd follow that same course two seasons in a row but i could see a scenario where they do so
1: what if it's the locals hurting the visitors this time around
0: it might be i
1: i i i mean we'll we'll talk more about who we think mm-hmm.
0: is is dead afterwards but i'm not ruling out a suicide here either
1: no, especially with that opera
0: i well you know they've done so much of this though like there's a lot going on here the, they've, got, the, <laughs>
1: they've got the bus that's the, uh, the, the, they've, got, <laughs> they've got
0: they've got Good we've got the bus who, who are who yeah who were uh the bus were local girls killing Guys who came and fooled around with them, who had families back home mm-hmm. we have we've which I mean that leads you to believe that um, Lucia and Mia might be Straight doing killers. that to yeah. uh, Dominic for example mm-hmm. or Cameron you 've got the saints or the 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 martyr imagery, so you get you that leads me to believe that maybe we 're going to see someone die as the end result of their redemption arc or as uh or die for some sort of cause or other uh you've got the story of the matriarch of the house on the island who was killed for the sake of progress uh and you've got now you've got the madam butterfly stuff so there's so much of this foreshadowing of death maybe we'll see it all who knows there are multiple bodies Mm -hmm. but i don't know this is this is interesting stuff to me uh, and as in luchia and i'll be like i say i feel like i'd be satisfied either way if they end up together i'll be really happy if they if it ends up being her stringing him along i can see a scenario where i'm very satisfied with that as well
1: certainly certainly
0: so oh boy so so what is it that so you didn't like palermo as much
1: so palermo didn't like as much i'll, I'll give you a bigger breakdown here palermo didn't like as much of palermo the most interesting part was the ending part of Palermo, yeah, especially like I'm especially treat. I mean, obviously Quentin and Jax, but moreover Jax like, what is, is he his nephew? Is he just here? Like, is he paid just to be here? Like, what's the, I don't know, what's the deal here?
0: I know, maybe maybe he's an escort.
1: Yeah, exactly! Like, <laughs> you know, is that, is that the case? So, yeah, that's that. Lucia well, and Elby's probably my favorite actual storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they they might be my favorite. Uh, like the Grazios, uh, and I said earlier the young couple, the um, Harper and Ethan's first scene in the episode, really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the winery stuff and Harper like trying to you know asking questions and Cameron confronting Ethan about it. That all it's it's okay. Like it's not bad. It's not bad. It, it's not. I'm
0: surprised. Good. I'm surprised you didn't like that more. That that seemed. I it, mean, I loved that stuff, and I thought you would too. It,
1: it was it's good. Like, I don't want to, but it's, it's not as good as the first scene with, like it's not equivalent to what happens during dinner and afterward and that first scene, like it's not equivalent. So I don't want to call it. It's still pretty, like it's good. Like I like it more than like the Palermo stuff, that stuff alone at the winery and, um and Cameron and Ethan talking and stuff. Like I like that more. It's just, I want to make sure there's a clear, I, I want to be known that that portion of their like young couples is not as good as the rest of that. Because I think it does it injustice to say it is as good. Maybe you feel that it is, but I do not think it is. Still, I mean, right, I, but.
0: I I think it's a necessary transition from the hotel room to dinner. Like, you have right. to have that stuff at the winery. Otherwise, what happens at dinner seems like it's coming out of nowhere.
1: True, true. Still, so though, the dinner stuff's better. So.
0: Okay. Interesting. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I mean, We'll talk about it, and we'll see how how uh, you feel at the end of this. But I'm over the moon for this episode. I just couldn't wait to talk about. It. I want to watch it again. Honestly, it's like it's so good. I I love it. So, all right. But I, I'm gonna have will, to reevaluate.
1: The, it, well, actually, here we we'll, we can go into um, something else. Yeah, I,
0: I'm gonna have to reevaluate my uh my pick for your favorite scene. <laughs> and favorite character having had this discussion that we've had already all right. so, so let's talk about our favorite scenes then so i i had originally thought oh no I, I guess i'm okay well i don't know i had i had written down here that your favorite scene is the, d- the dinner with the two couples with uh cameron touching harper's leg and all that stuff maybe 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 I need to look outside of this toward I outside of think this that story that The
1: very good part of the couple yeah i know that was your favorite
0: part of the couple story but if you liked lucia and albie's story the best what was the meatiest lucia and albie scene i i don't think you would have said the gelato scene i think maybe maybe it was their first scene where he discovers that she's an escort <laughs> that that he she's expecting payment uh, you know what? i'm gonna go with that all right
1: okay uh, I think your favorite scene is Daphne showing Harper uh, the photo of her trainer. Whoops, that's her kid.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, You were wrong. Okay. What was yours?
1: Mine was uh, the first scene with Ethan and Harper.
0: Oh, yeah. I probably should have thought about that, too. I should but... put
1: that for you in hindsight. It's a breakup scene. You would have called it that.
0: <laughs> It's not a breakup scene, technically, yeah. but... It's like a breakup scene. Well, what, was a... It, what
1: was your? What was well, your tell scene?
0: me, tell me first why you picked that scene.
1: Okay, okay, I'll tell you. I mean, what well, kind? Of, it it kind of went. So okay, so first of all, we talked about last episode. You know, it, it was a good move by Harper, as in, you know, it's a very good way to get a response from Ethan because either if he tries to hide it, you'll know something's really up, and or he'll confront you like you want him to do. So that works out. He confronts <laughs> her, and they talk, and. I mean, and they get, they get into an argument, and he slowly reveals more and more and more about what happened that night. Like, okay, yeah, they're girls, and, you know, we met them at the bar, but Cameron had sex with them, and uh, and we did Molly, but, you know, that, but, hey, I, hey, you should be happy, like, it's, it's, it's an argument that I think, I mean, it, it does not paint Ethan at all in a good light. <laughs> but it, it makes heartbreaking feel insecure, and it—I mean—it drives her actions of what she does later in the episode, and what she might end up doing. Mm-hmm. Who knows what she might end up doing from it? But I think it's a very pivotal scene.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Uh, you know, it's it's funny because I always <laughs> Ozark has ruined me. Like I really, mm-hmm. truly, I, the the final season of Ozark has me looking everywhere for contrition, confession, absolution, and penance. Right, so. <laughs> I'm looking for it here, and I'm not seeing any of it from Ethan. Like, there's no no. Spirit. He's not. He's like, he just. He's,
1: he's like blaming Harper for it, or he's yeah, just like. It's, it's, it's not it's his fault. It's pretty gross. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. pretty rough. Yeah, like yeah. This is a, this is a this is a rough look for so, for Ethan. Sometimes what I like about the White Lotus. Right, they'll they'll, they'll have an argumentative mm-hmm. thing, and it's it's almost in a gray area We can't quite side with anyone. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Nicole and Mark were pretty good at it. You know, sometimes, like, you know for example, we could, were. you know, we sided with Nicole, we sided with Mark. We still sided with someone, but there's a lot more gray area in that. This one doesn't really have as much gray area. It's more of like a Shane Rachel type of situation. Of, as, <laughs> and, and this argument does not feel like a gray area here. Like, Ethan, you're lying. You got caught in your lie. And somehow you're just saying you didn't lie. And, that, you know, it's,
0: and I especially I think it's heinous that he says stuff like I wish don't make
1: such a big deal out of it like yeah you should be lucky I could have done stuff I didn't you should be happy it's,
0: it's 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 awful it's just awful uh, but yeah all right I mean it's it's a great scene I was into it I, I put a star next to it when I first saw it I was like one of us might pick this as our favorite scene so but so my original scene that I wrote down but well, I, I actually, I wrote down two. I was like, I cannot pick between these two. I cannot. But if you force me to, I will pick one of them. But so, so the, the, the 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 first was it's like a parent's
1: children. Yeah, call I
0: know. Yeah, no, well, I would no. If to <laughs> yeah, sense, I know I I still would not pick one of them. But, yeah, okay, go um, on. So parents says that.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> So uh, my the first scene that I wrote down was Quentin telling Tanya about the cowboy and his obsession with beauty. I was
1: wondering about that because of you're talking about it.
0: Oh, my God. I, I, I literally was I, – I don't even know how to describe what I was feeling as this discussion was happening. I I couldn't move. I could barely breathe. It was like I, I was on bated breath. Did a every... doctor? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not, it's not all right. Like <laughs>
0: it was, it was incredible. I couldn't, couldn't breathe. <laughs> Tom Hollander, who plays Quentin, just uh, knocked this out of the park. Unbelievable. I, I felt like real like dread for Tanya. I was worried for her. I was like, I think Tanya's dead here. <laughs> so, he does sound villainous when he talks. Yes, about. yes. Um, I think it parallels so nicely with what we're seeing. From Albie and Lucia, with Albie and Lucia, because you get the whole idea of, uh, you know, love has never been my Achilles heel, but love, it clearly is Albie's Achilles heel, Uh Uh, you know, and, and the idea of Madame Butterfly, you know, Madame Butterfly being the exotic woman from the exotic place and this American coming in and kind of taking advantage of that. Um, not that I feel like Albie is taking advantage of Lucia. If anything, it's the other way around. <laughs> but, yeah. but at any rate, um, I've got a lot of suspicion about this cowboy being Greg, and uh Quentin being in on this with him. So that I don't know if that's true or not, but the fact that it got me thinking about that, I thought. This is pretty cool. I really enjoy this. So it was between that scene and then the scene that you guessed for me, which is Daphne and Harper alone.
1: Well, then, and, I, get, then I get a point then. <laughs> so you get yeah, two uh, scenes, I get a point.
0: Well, that scene I thought was really wonderful when I first watched it, but then I sat and just thought about it after the episode was over, and I was like, crap, that's absolutely amazing. It's brilliant. Daphne is – I think Daphne is – Second for second, the most interesting character on the show.
1: She's a very interesting character, because
0: yeah. she, like, she doesn't get as... I don't think she gets as much screen time as, say, even Harper couples, or... All the other or, couples get more. Right. Every, like, Tanya. She doesn't get as much screen time. But everything she says it does, it's like, I'm paying such strict attention to her now because I feel like every single word she utters really matters. Like There's nothing thrown away for Daphne. So when she shows that picture of her kids now, uh, my original interpretation of this was this is, she shows the picture of her kids as if to say, don't F with my family. (laughs) So like, do do you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Like, like like Cameron's hey, we got kids. Okay. Listen.
0: Yeah. Like not, but not in a pleading way.
1: Yeah, as no, if like, to say, got,
0: like this is on. why I put up with this because yeah. I've got these kids. That's what I wanted. I got what I wanted. You know, he he's good in bed, and like that's that's all that really matters. If I'm really that upset, I'll rent a palazzo or screw my trainer, right? And so just stop messing with this. Put it to rest. Okay, this, these are my reasons. So f off. That's that's what I, how I originally took it, and I really liked that. I really en- enjoyed that take on it. Uh, it's I still think I might be right, but then I I started like looking at some of the reactions on TV time, and
1: they were all like, uh-huh.
0: "Oh, blonde hair and blue eyes, huh?" That
1: that that's exactly how I thought. So I saw that they <laughs> showed the she saw the photo. I didn't really quite see it, and he said, "Oh, you're yeah. two kids." She said, oh yeah, I'll... and so I I went back and I looked at the photo, and I was like, mm-hmm. hmm. And then I, I yeah, I got I the same reaction of, I don't think that's Cameron's kid. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah.
0: What I'm supposed to mean that, <laughs> and would so, it make uh...
1: sense of how Cameron feels too about it? That um, what's it? He he's never enough for her, or well, he, he says something to um, Ethan when you know they they, they separate with regards to Daphne. What is it? I gotta go oh, to that, that.
0: like like it's something about how he'll he'll never he can never.
1: Oh, she's like, always punishing him,
0: right? It's the punishment. Yeah, yeah, he'll never that the punishment will never be enough. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and and I love this scene because I feel like there are multiple ways to read it, and and I'm sure there's a right way and a wrong way, and and probably we'll find out. This seems to be a show that does eventually answer the questions it poses. I think we're going to find out if this is her trainer's kid, I think, or or if she's just saying F off to Harper, I think we're going to find out if um, what was the other one? Oh, if Lucia is actually taking advantage of Albi or really into him, I think we're going to find all this stuff out.
1: Right, and what's going on with Quinton and, and Jack Palermo. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's going on in Palermo? Yeah. He, here's why I like the interpretation that me and I guess a lot of other people have with them. Yeah. Daphne is, I mean, if we think that's not Cameron's kid, I'm sure Cameron thinks the same thing. (laughs) Like, surely. Does Cameron know who the trainer is? If she ain't gonna love him. Maybe. Like, is he just aware of this? And he's just kind of almost helpless to this fact? Like, that kind of makes it... I don't know. That's kind of juicy. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, the other thing, the other way to take this possibly is that she's just using the word trainer as a metaphor for, for kid. So, in other words, I've got this kid. I end up spending more time with him nah. than Cameron. Uh, you should get a trainer. Like, you should get a kid. Um, no, nah,
1: she would just say kid then, though. She she even gives the is her kid's name Lawrence. I don't know. Uh, she's the name Lawrence. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I see what you're saying. but No, I, I, I yeah. think that's a stress. All right. All right. I mean, unless I, that's a thing parents do. I mean, do you, do you call your kids trainers? No, 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 no,
0: <laughs> no. I mean, I, but I, I feel like this is Daphne being passive aggressive. Harper's been passive aggressive all day, right? So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I feel like there's a chance. I, mean, I don't know if it's true. Or not. I think probably the most likely scenario is that the her kid is the trainer's kid, mm-hmm. not Cameron's kid. I think that's probably the most likely scenario. But I think there's still a chance that having watched Harper be passive aggressive and try to expose her husband all day. She's, she says, she's saying to Harper in a passive aggressive way, look, I got kids. That's what gets me through this. Have your own kids and suck it up and don't ruin my life. and don't, <laughs> feel, and don't. Feel so, with your crap. <laughs> right. So that, I feel like there's a, there's at least a chance of that. I don't think it's likely, sounds, yeah. but I like that you can see that as a possibility that I can see that as a possibility. In this scenario, so this seems a good job with that. It kind yeah.
1: of is reminiscent of the leftovers.
0: Yeah, in yeah. That one of leftovers. Things the leftovers did so well, except for the one,
1: the, except for the one thing.
0: Hope you're not talking about the oh no that thing.
1: <laughs> you know you're am talking about. Yeah,
0: I know. I, I know talking, what you're talking about. about. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, you 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 felt they came down too far on one side. They they answered once. a
1: question I wish they never answered. Yeah. Right.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I I remember that but maybe so I don't like
1: the answer. Actually, probably why. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So, well, I, but I don't, I, so I feel like the white Lotus is really like the leftovers. It's really good at giving you the scenario that could have multiple interpretations, but unlike the leftovers, they do tend to answer it where the leftovers would leave it open to your interpretation. Most of the time that one case, notwithstanding.
1: (laughs) And probably some others, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're doing a really good job. And it's hard, yeah. There's only two. There's not one more. Two more episodes.
0: Oh. Two, two more, two more. Yeah, uh, it's interesting too. that The pen penultimate episode. So I don't know whatever you call the not the second to last, I but the one before them, that. Whatever we got called the last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, so th- that's what this is, and that's this this episode and the analogous episode in season one, both end in two men naked in a room and somebody walking
1: in on them. <laughs> Oh yeah, shame on Tanya for that. Yeah, she couldn't tell what was like, going on. Like, yeah, like what's she doing? <laughs> I guess they left the doors open too, but still. Well, I they know. left them unlocked. They weren't open, were they? Were they? Uh, I thought. Did I she thought she had to.
0: I thought she had to open the door, but
1: maybe she did. I. I, I she might have. She might have. It, it, it's even worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, anyway, I think I am ready. Are you ready to start recapping?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I I actually I want to make one note about it. Uh just Okay. Uh this season, especially compared to last season,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not as comical. Not no, as comical. I
0: I I totally agree. I think but I think Tom I'm Cool Tom with Tom that. Has been, I think yeah. Tom, me too. I think Tanya's been funny. She was consistently funny in this episode. There's some stuff that very she. I think I, I maybe I should have opened that spa for poor women with. Yeah, Belinda, with, whatever. Yeah, uh, that was good. So there, there's a she has a lot of great lines. She's very funny, um, but I think that they kind of recognize that she was going to be the humor of this season. I think the only really that's other fine. big
1: humor is be not knowing.
0: In this episode, uh, yeah. yeah
1: yeah, yeah besides that, so.
0: Valentina has been funny in this season as she well actually, not, yeah, not it,
1: recently it, <laughs> so much but I actually think it's funny with the the, the Rocco oh, yeah. ending about it yeah, you're, yeah, gonna, you're gonna go work at the, the beach club now <laughs>
0: yeah. anyway Yep. alright let's recap
1: mm-hmm.
0: alright well having said let's recap I, we have already recapped a lot of this episode and yeah. talking about our favorite scenes and, uh, and some of the themes and so, so forth. So uh, we will kind of fly past those things, but we open with a, a very good morning for Albie from Lucia and uh, good morning to Porsche as well from Tanya. So maybe not so good as what Albie gets. Uh, uh, Porsche hopes that she has something cute to wear because they're going to Palermo for two nights. Now it, it does, but I have a question. Isn't, So we have, by the way, we have a timeline in this episode because Giuseppe is coming back on Thursday, which is in two, which is two nights. Mia gets to play tonight and tomorrow. So that means today must be Tuesday. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So backtracking, I I guess day one would have been Friday, day two, Saturday, day three, Sunday, day four, Monday. And then here we are on day five, which is Tuesday.
1: All right. Fair. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, so this is Tuesday. And isn't Greg due back either when, like either today or tomorrow? Because he, he You're right. left. He's going to come
1: back for three days, right? He
0: left on day three. He left on Sunday. And he said he was only going to be gone two days. So even if you don't count Sunday and you say he's gone Monday and Tuesday, isn't he coming back Wednesday then?
1: Sound, that sounds which, right.
0: Which would be tomorrow, next episode. So hmm. if he comes back and Tanya's off in Palermo, I'm interested in how he's going to react.
1: Yeah, no, sure. What, okay. Mm-hmm. What? What if, cowboy theory? Mm. Quinton likes Greg, so he's stolen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Greg's wife in hopes of mm-hmm. achieving Greg.
0: You know what's interesting? You know the title of the next episode. What? Abductions. <gasps>
1: <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could, be. <laughs> Could be. Oh man. I didn't even know that. That's good.
0: <laughs> That's good. Oh, uh, that'd be well done, you if, you if you get if you got that. So, all right, let's see. Ethan has come has to come all the way clean after finding that counter wrapper. I mean, he does. He he tells her literally everything. They took Molly. The Mia tried to kiss him. All all this stuff. He tells her
1: everything. I think right. He, does, but he doesn't explain it all even immediately like the molly he didn't say immediately like he 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 kind of says it and then kind of like it it, i don't know
0: yeah yeah no you're right he he does (laughs) it in pieces and he does it when he feels like she needs needs more yeah Yeah. yeah. but he does eventually get all of it out
1: he does he does he does
0: yeah harper is in disbelief she's angry and justifiably so it's it's not an, a sincere contrition on Ethan's part. He tries to play the whole thing down and tell her not to make a big deal of it. He never he never lies to her, uh, unless you count lies of omission. Apparently, because those aren't Andy, lies, of course. Yeah. He, he actually did lie to her. So <laughs> he actually did say nothing happened several times. Anyway, okay, we've already talked about that scene. I thought that was your favorite scene. Hmm. Lucia is leaving, and it would be happy to see Albie again tonight. That'll be two thousand dollars, please. Uh, what? Albie is very surprised by this but you know what it's okay she'll let him go this time even though a guy will be asking her for money <laughs> Seeming, seemingly Alessio but who knows uh, they do seem though to like each other a lot and agree to see each other again so I don't know it, it, it felt to me like she was going to leave without asking for money
1: yeah, I don't think I think we both agreed last episode she wasn't. He was. In, I think what we agreed on is that he wouldn't have to pay. Yeah, actually, I don't think we said that she wouldn't ask. Right. Like, I, I not think we. I, I guess we didn't think she she would. But.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Looks like he gets a free one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well. nothing comes free let's see let's see what happens (laughs) (laughs) because he may pay more than money here but anyway uh tanya is considering an annulment What an
1: annulment is yeah as as if the uh, marriage like never happened
0: exactly right yes so uh she's considering an annulment which is interesting i mean greg hasn't done anything new but she's still stewing on the stuff that she knows happened before
1: if you get an annulment are you a divorcee
0: i believe so yes
1: all right, but it never happened.
0: <laughs> because legally, you still have to get a divorce. Oh, okay. I, th- I think you still, I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm not so, entirely, I'm not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure.
1: So, why is that referred to as an annulment?
0: So, I've never, I've, I've not really heard of an annulment used secularly. An annulment usually right. is used in a religious context, I think. Got it. Okay. It could, because, uh, like, so if you get, Married in some faiths, so like divorce is not allowed. <laughs> divorce is not allowed. Remarriage is not allowed unless a, there's an annulment. It's, it's just like a loophole. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> interesting. It's very, it's a uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> there, yeah moving. There, 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 there you have it. Uh, so, but she and this is where she laments uh, not not starting that spot with Belinda.
1: I might have cursed her.
0: Yep, <laughs> those healers. Man, maybe they're witches. Maybe she cursed me. Anyway, Dominic is not... I'm sorry, Dominic is on to Albie. Cameron and Ethan avoid eye contact with Lucia and Mia in the most conspicuous way possible. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan like, just like buries his eyes in his hands. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, they uh, obviously still owe Lucia money. Uh, the two couples are going to do a wine tour and maybe some says Harper. People will really rage. So, this is the first drop of hey, I know something, Cameron. Mm-hmm. So, uh, watch out once I get some booze in me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Lucia's feeling lucky. Maybe they won't be punished after all, she says. Mia pitches her piano skills to Valentina, who gives her a hard no, because Giuseppe's going to be back on Thursday anyway. And Dominic approaches Lucia and says to stay away from Bert's room and from Albie. Okay. Did you have written down here exactly what she said about Albie?
1: Lucia? Yeah. Dominic? No. Lucia. Okay. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I did not. I did not, sadly.
0: <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Unbelievable. <laughs> Didn't know it would be that important at the time. She does seem to, uh, you know, agree to uh, Dominic's terms here, but... In, in Word only because it's not going to last very long. Portia and Albie have a very awkward goodbye in which Portia says "Have a nice
1: life," which is probably
0: the it's most dis- dismissive and insulting thing you can say to somebody.
1: I thought it was insulting? You want me to have a good life? Thank you. This
0: this was probably <laughs> the so nicest bad. the nicest version of "Have a nice life" that I've heard. Like yeah. she 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 didn't seem to want to insult him, but it's just naturally insulting thing to say
1: so it's is, it is pretty awkward <laughs> yeah it's awful like if i was lb i would turn around
0: turn around
1: like oh, yeah, the second uh, i saw porsche i would have turned around and walked back the other oh, way. oh yeah
0: yeah for I sure i would
1: not walk that way
0: <laughs> i would have i would not have walked past her room he knew where her room was
1: that's true she might, so. she might have to maybe to get to an elevator or something i, uh, I don't know the layout
0: possibly but
1: yeah you know I, who I, does
0: know I, the layout valentina oh and she flirts like a little kid with isabella i mean it is it is almost painful how blatant this is the the
1: looks do you see the looks of rocco with rocco oh yeah 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 yeah. i swear i've seen you give those looks all the time
0: i'm sure you have those definitely looked definitely looked like looks i would give
1: (laughs) i was like this is like (laughs) what mrs i would be giving (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean she is like giddy. Uh yeah. Rocco notices what Valentina I,
1: I wrote here, Valentina butters up Isabella. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you could say it that way. But <laughs> I think Rocco's there's I think there's some judgment here from Rocco too. Oh but, certainly. Oh yeah. certainly. Yeah, and, and to be honest and with do you. Think, like, do
1: you think Isabella knows? Uh
0: I think she might be onto to it once. She finds out that rocco has been replaced with Salvatore.
1: Yeah, okay. fair.
0: I think maybe I, I'm not sure, but what what Valentina is doing honestly is it's not good. <laughs> this it's is not. This it's is not like, good.
1: Like, I think um, society more like it, it's mostly viewed as like a male boss to a female employee, which yeah. is probably is more common. But mm-hmm. this is the same circumstance. It's the person's boss who is like influential power mm-hmm. over their job and mm-hmm. it's expressing you know an interest in their employee yeah
0: i mean yeah. we we got it much more blatantly with murray and dylan in season one not murray we did we say murray <laughs> armand <laughs> and dylan in season one literally proposition right? yeah it, uh, As it actually proposition and there it was transactional it was like i'll give yeah. it, you know whatever you can make your own schedule. Hours. Mm-hmm. like so it was, i mean that
1: he went and back a word
0: <laughs> yeah i don't I don't think we gave Armand enough flack about that because nah, I was that was, this, by him. <laughs> that was pretty bad <laughs> so really bad yeah yeah and this and this is this is she hasn't propositioned Isabella yet, but this is this is difficult to watch anyway all right, Harper is all about the wine as Cameron and Daphne are all over each other at the first winery. Jack shows Portia around the yacht and Quentin tells Tanya, uh, that he moved to Sicily with his father, who is now dead and inherited this, what this, uh, villa with the never ending upkeep, which when he said this, I was like, Oh, was he after Tanya's money? Gasp. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe home is, uh, for Greg is this, uh, this, this, villa.
1: <laughs> Greg's there,
0: he's just in hiding. Oh boy! Anyway, Valentina is transferring Rocco to the beach club, which is this is another. This is also pretty crappy. Like this it's is a good place
1: for Rocco. He'll do good there. He'll okay. do good there. He's always talking, always distracting others. It'll do fine there. He can flirt to his heart's pleasure at the beach club. Good for him. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. This is this is this is a tough look for for Valentina. Harper asks if Cameron and Ethan ever slept with the same girl. And Ethan lets them all know about Cameron's bad case of mimetic desire. Always swooping in and sleeping with the girls that Ethan liked. Probably because Ethan was smarter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love this because Cameron says, well, you, you seem not have higher status than me. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, I was smarter than you. So I mean, without skipping a beat, I mean he throws his friend right under the bus here. So it's it's <laughs> as though Ethan has has identified that Harper is going to call him out for this, and yeah. he has a choice now to side with Cameron or side with Harper because he's going to have to pick a side, and he's distancing himself from Cameron. It seems.
1: So team Harper.
0: I, well, I mean, Harper
1: Ben I... team Ethan. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, that's that's the thing is I don't know mm-hmm. if they're on the same team after all, but mm-hmm. I think Ethan is at least trying to signal to Harper that he's not Team Cameron. <laughs> anyway, Tanya is jealous of all the sex that Porsche has been having on the boat. Bert and Dominic try to convince Albie that he shouldn't be hanging around with escorts.
1: Oh yeah, wait, n- noteworthy. Bert has a bang on his head.
0: That's right. Did we see this happen? I don't think we no, did. No, right? this is
1: different. Than the fault. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know if Yeah, a little...
0: because when Dominic tries to give him a hard time to- a hard time about almost outing him, he's like, I can't be accountable for
1: what anything I say. I'm concussed. He's like, <laughs> like a bandage on his head. Too. Yeah. Like, anyway, I don't know if it'll become noteworthy at all.
0: So. Oh, are you thinking that, that that he did not just hit his head on the nightstand like he says he did? Yeah. Mm.
1: Maybe he hit it on his bedstand. I don't know.
0: Mm, or interesting. Maybe else. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, Cameron is pissed that Ethan told Harper, but you know what? Condom wrapper, he... man. <laughs> what are you going to do? I had to say something.
1: Wait, I was like, where, Where is Mia sleeping at night?
0: Oh, that's a good question.
1: She plays a mean piano. <laughs>
0: that's true.
1: Right. Oh, yeah.
0: Where yeah. do you think she's sleeping?
1: Bert banged his head. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, my gosh. You think that there's some canoodling
1: going on between Bert and Mia? Possibly, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked.
0: It's a good question. I, I, I guess part of me is just assuming you know that the, Lucia and me are local. Like they just go home when they that, don't have.
1: That could be it too. That's what I thought about too. But basically, I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, this this bang on the head thing suspicious to me. Yeah. It's
0: not,
1: yeah. I, that's all. Like, it, it's just kind of like you know, go maybe, I, maybe I'm supposed to breeze past it. but I don't know. And then when when Mia sings later on, they show Bert like listening to it, and, and that really made me think of is he. I mean, maybe. Yeah, that's very possible. I mean, we've heard, we've seen Bert flirt with like every woman known under the sun. <laughs> Absolutely. So, like, well, I mean, I uh, yeah. So, interesting. There you go.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, at any rate, Cameron calls out Ethan for telling Harper, but you know what? You left a condom wrapper in the couch, dude. What do you want from me? <laughs> so Tanya feels good that Quentin has money because then she doesn't have to worry about him wanting hers. But I'm. Not so sure about that, because there's quite a lot of upkeep
1: on this place, as he's already told us.
0: So that is, I, I'm, I'm not sure that Tanya has the right measure of Quentin here.
1: Can I have too much money?
0: I guess not. But you know what? It's opera night. Not for, ja- not, not for Jack and Portia,
1: though.
0: <laughs> this, is gr- this is great news. You ever been to the opera, Kurt? Of course. What have you seen?
1: Dang, I was hoping we wouldn't get that far. I've never seen the opera.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, it's wonderful. I do love going to the opera.
1: <laughs> I thought I could uh, social chameleon my way through that. Like, of course I am. I'm a big opera friend, big opera guy, big, the biggest opera guy you know. Love the opera. And then, like, you you let me slither by. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of a uh, Phantom of the Opera.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's a play. laughs> oh boy okay well lucia wants to see albie again tonight and she doesn't want money she likes him oh interesting <laughs> meanwhile dominic walks the beach noticing all the couples is, is is he thinking about sex or family here i tend to think
1: family i think family yeah there's not like a sexual connotation to it to me i was just seeing people better together
0: yep yep Isabella is very is clearly, visibly disappointed that Rocco has been replaced with Salvatore. <laughs> Salvatore's an interesting character here, too. But uh, but you know what? It, it'll be great because Salvatore won't distract you, Isabella. Now, at the opera, Tanya is amazed to see the Queen of Sicily. <laughs> this is funny. This is genuinely funny. This is like, is that the Queen of Sicily?
1: Oh my god. Do you not know what I'm talking about? No, I remember this. Yeah, they're up okay. in the stands and gives her a wave. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's no queen of Sicily. Sicily is an <laughs> island off the coast of Italy, but still Italy. So the it's queen of Sicily. Queen of Sicily. I love it. At dinner, Lucia gets Cameron alone and wants her money. Albie offers to help, but she declines. Dominic lectures Bert about how his lack of discretion and uh, about his lack of discretion and how miserable he made his mom and Harper's discussion of her threesome turns Cameron on and he starts touching her legs. Ethan is just crawling in the skin. He's distraught, doesn't know what to do. Now Mia goes and flirts with Valentina and, and even propositions her in order to convince her to let her play tonight and tomorrow. And she does eventually get her way. So I guess we can look forward to a uh, uh, meeting of Mia and Valentina at some point in the near future. Jack and Portia dine in dashed. You ever dine in dashed, Kurt?
1: Uh, no, I haven't.
0: <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> no. Mm, I
1: don't believe no. you. I don't believe I already right. made up my mind. I already made up my mind before I asked you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Free, you know what? Free nah, rice balls. You. You, you can't argue free rice balls.
1: <laughs> Everyone knows if you can eat the food in under a minute, it, it's free. Oh, I didn't know that. That's for any restaurant. True. Yeah. If you eat it under a minute, it, it's free.
0: Oh, that is good to know. I will be. I
1: actually, I would love it if that was a rule that was instituted. They're like, if you can eat the food in under 30 seconds, it's free. So that way they have to give you enough food. <laughs> it, it ensures healthy portions.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. Quentin and Tanya are moved to tears by Madame Butterfly. I mean, they are actually both weeping. Uh, and I thought later that maybe Quentin's tears were due to the fact that he knew he was going to kill Tanya, but at least not in this episode. All right, Harper and Daphne finally get some alone time, and Daphne's sure that whatever happened while they were away wasn't a big deal. So this is the second person telling Harper, hey, don't make it a big deal. So, And we've already talked about this scene a lot because this is my favorite scene, uh, or one of them anyway. Lucia gets physically harassed by Alessio while enjoying gelato with Albie. But again, I'll be, you know, I wondered here, like, did she walk this way on purpose because she knew Alessio would be there? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Because I is assume it, Albie is doesn't planned. know where he's going.
1: Is, it, is this planned? Like, yeah. is it, like, I don't know. Is he in on this?
0: I don't it? know. But I'm looking forward to finding out. We get my other favorite scene, Quentin telling uh, Tanya that he's only been in love once with a cowboy from Wyoming. And he'd still do anything for him. Look, that's the other thing that got me thinking about is this, Greg. I'd, you know, I'd do any, I would have done anything for him. I still would. Oof, I don't know. I don't know. But he was a heterosexual and completely uninterested in Quentin. Love has never been Quentin's Achilles' heel. It's beauty. He'd die for beauty. Wouldn't you, Tanya? So this is another like. Wouldn't you die for beauty, Tanya? This is another illustration of, of my dread for Tanya. I thought, I thought for sure she was going. Jack will be right back. He just has to go do something for his uncle. So, Portia, leave the door open. I'll, I'll be right back. Mia sings That's Amore, and while she does so, we get all kinds of other things happening. We see Bert totally enthralled. So you're right, maybe, just maybe. We see Dominic... Try to call Abby. We see Harper and Cameron eye each other as Ethan seethes. We see Albie and Lucia doing it. And then finally, Tanya awakens to find Jack and Clinton doing it. Lots of uh, amore, or at least beauty and lust.
1: Yeah, yeah. This episode is very (laughs) sex filled.
0: Oh my God. This season has been so much more sex filled. Yeah, yeah. Season one. Yeah, oh my God. It's not even close. Anyway, all right, well, that does it for the recap. So, I think, probably, we ought to go ahead and check the time.
1: What time is it? Oh, whoa!
0: Looks like it's TV time, Kurt.
1: Th- I can't believe it. Hey, no time, look like at TV time! I didn't even know. Wow. It creeps <laughs> up on you like that. It like, does um, creep up like, on you. Like taxes and the the boogeyman. like. <laughs> But good
0: all right, Kurt, I am gonna go ahead and call an audible here because in our discussion, uh, I, I i had written down the uh, well before we do the favorite characters. <laughs> I'm jumping ahead of myself here. Well let's first see what you think about the the, the overall five. rating. Well, all right <laughs> let's see on a scale from one to five, the audience. Did they give this a 5? They did 86%. 86% gave us a 5. I think that's the highest so far. I think so. Uh, yeah, 77% is the previous high. And that was the previous episode.
1: Which was ridiculous, but yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Now, as far as the characters go, I'm going to call an audible here. I had written down that Harper was your favorite character after this discussion. I don't think Harper's your favorite character. I'm going to go with... Lucia and say you think Lucia is your favorite character.
1: Alright. Hmm. I think your favorite character is Daphne the People's Harper.
0: Okay. The Peoples is Harper 77%. The
1: people love Harper.
0: They do this. She's she's five for five.
1: Why? <laughs> is it the actor? Like is she in something? Uh, I'll reply. Like... Well, she's in Parks and rec yeah. So
0: but... I mean, I guess that's a pretty popular show, but um, I mean, I do think she's spectacular. I, sure, she she's was my great, she was my she's my pick as well. Oh, so, you, you yeah. I went. I, I went with Harper. I actually, that's a, that's an audible for me too because I had originally gone with the Chia, but I switched stars.
1: Well, ours. well <laughs> switched well, I'll tell you, that you got me wrong. Okay. I'll let you pick again. Uh. And this will I, count if you can get it right.
0: Hmm. Well I'll go with my original pick, Harper. <laughs> nope. Okay.
1: Salvatore. <laughs>
0: Salvatore Is he votable? Is he votable? No, Salvatore's not. I almost went with Quentin. I was really tempted to go with Quentin. <laughs> but
1: Well darn it, I can't go with Salvatore. I gotta change my answer then.
0: Are you serious?
1: I, I wrote down Salvatore. <laughs> I wrote at Salvatore.
0: I mean, he's funny. That's, that's true.
1: What are you funny? What are you calling him funny for? He's an in-depth character. You'll see. You'll see what Salvatore brings to the crew. Okay. Fine, but if, if, if you're going to make me come down, I probably would say Lucia. And mostly because I, I, I like the big question mark. As to yeah. Him. Cause her question mark to me is the biggest question mark of all the others. Yeah. Like, like, Daphne's. I'm pretty sure it's not her kid, or it's um, it's not Cameron's kid, right? And the Quentin. I'm not really sure what's going on between Quentin and Jack. I don't think it's his nephew. Um, I although I'm curious as to you know Quentin and possibly killing Tanya, or what, what else is going on here. I don't know. But, well, you know it's,
0: what's interesting is is if oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish. Oh the
1: last thing I was going to say is Lucia. One seems to me like a true fifty fifty. Like yeah. I really don't know and it really could go either way. I think you put it, and I don't mind if it goes either way, but it really could.
0: So the more I think about this, the more I think Jack is definitely not Quentin's nephew. Oh yeah. I don't
1: don't think that's the case. Yeah. I don't think he is.
0: I think he is hired to distract Portia so that Quentin can be alone with Tanya because I think, I think Uh I do think Quentin is either, either he's just after Tanya's money, which wouldn't be as interesting as if, he was in it with Greg. I
1: don't know. We'll see then. I don't know. I I don't think it's that intricate, Quentin. But um maybe it is. Okay. I just think uh, Jack's like a, a score he pays for and keeps around. Yeah. Basically.
0: I, I think you're right. But when I, when but,
1: I... but I, think, like, I don't think it's malicious to like Jack is to distract Porsche and stuff. I just yeah. I do. <laughs> could I do. I, I, I could do. see All right. I see what you're saying though.
0: Kurt Who's, who's going to be dead? and Who's going to do the deading?
1: Dead. Well, I'll tell you I'm, remember, I'm, Go first? ahead. No, let's go ahead. Right now. Rank number one to be dead. It's still yes. a number one camera. Okay. Number two to be dead. No longer Giuseppe like I had last episode because I guess he's confirmed alive. So Ethan moves up a ranking. Ethan's now number two from
0: three.
1: Oh. That means he got a vacuum in number three because I'll tell you what. It's not Giuseppe that gets re-ranked down. First time on my list. Elby. Enters number
0: three. Oh wow. Let's see, that is interesting. Who who is your number two? Ethan. Ethan. Okay. That's that's interesting. Okay. Huh. Here's here's what I got. Number one. Lucia. I think dead. I think it's almost a guarantee that Lucia is dead by the end of this. Uh, number two, Mia. I, I think these two are both gone. They, they've got the, they've got their hands in everything. They're in like, except for Tanya, and, except for Tanya's story. They're in everything else. So, That's true. Um, and number it three also means I, you can
1: do some killing though.
0: It does. And number three, I have Cameron. So, Lucia, then Mia, then
1: Cameron. Now, you, as far as you've left the you left the our early guys die. See, I'm I'm gonna stay steady strong. Guys will die. And girls mm-hmm. will be doing the killing.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're still sticking with the bust theory.
1: Uh, the bust theory? Yeah. Because I think I think they're doing what you, you predicted, which is you're going to forget about the busts.
0: <laughs> which they, they have not called attention to it in this episode or actually I think the previous no, episode. No, like,
1: they showed like marble. It wasn't the busts that we seen before. But they showed like.
0: You're right. Well, they showed the Palermo statue. bu- the yeah. statues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, it might have been a back to the original busts. I think because early in the season that yeah you, you just forget about them and I mean, mm-hmm. I, th- I think you're you're undervaluing the busts.
0: Yeah, maybe you might be right. Who done it? Well, well, that's why I still have Cameron on my list because
1: fair. A hedge.
0: Like yeah. Well, speaking of hedges, Cameron is also my number one on my killer list. So, <laughs> so I've got Cameron on both lists. He's the one character I have on both lists. After Cameron, I have Albie at number two. I could, I I mean he's just set up to snap. Like he set up to snap is Albi.
1: <laughs> oh. Albi set up to snap de Graza.
0: That's right. That's right. And number three, and this is this is my, my bust hedge, Valentina. I, I uh-huh. and actually I think Valentina's probably undervalued at three here. I think she I, I think she is the one to kill the and Mia.
1: Jeez, I don't know. I do. I, okay. All, right. All right. Uh My my who done it? Still hard. Number one in the rankings, Lucia. Wow. Number two, moving up from number three, Harper. Okay. And moving down from number two, Mia. Is number
0: three. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Lucia, yeah, Harper, you've not
1: Mia. you've not deviated much. No, nah. uh, no. Because this is the thing they, they try to get you to change your mind. Is what They do on these like, yeah. Even though, I, even though I don't know how much of it is really um who done it situation, and, and that's kind of what's interesting about White Lotus. Yeah, it's not really a murder mystery show. No, because no. you're not trying to figure out who the uh, they're not. Maybe they are giving us hints, but it, the 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 death hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Last season, you could have done a week, you know. I mean, I did do predicting and whatnot, but all the predicting you did. Doesn't really tell you that Shane kills Armand, like,
0: and certainly not the way that. It yeah, happens.
1: exactly the way. Like, it's uh, I mean, you maybe could have said like, "Oh, Shane gets so angry, he kills Armand," but no, that's not even mm-hmm. what happened. It's, just, it, it, no. it's, it's like a misunderstanding. Yeah, From a guy who's on drugs that came to defecate in his <laughs> luggage. Like, it, it's <laughs> I you don't know. know. So, you know, so for us to be able to predict this, kind of, yeah, no, not too um. I, I I So maybe I shouldn't be thinking they're trying to mislead me because mm-hmm. it's not it's not a murder mystery. But on the same hand, I think they're trying to mislead me. <laughs> After saying all that, I think they are trying to mislead me. <laughs> I'm gonna stick yeah. with the original bust theory. I won't forget. Never forget.
0: Okay. You know, Valentina's a local girl too.
1: Yeah, and I do know that they said that possibly more than one died.
0: Mm-hmm. And we know she's alive at the end.
1: We know that Valentina is alive, and that you know if you're gonna kill people in pairs, so I guess Lucia and Mia do come commonly in a pair, so you could
0: So here's here's another reason why I have Lucia, Mia, and Valentina so highly ranked here.
1: I, you you don't think
0: have have watched any of these? But they do these interviews with the cast members after every episode, right? I've told mm-hmm. you about these, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they ask, you know, who would you want a vacation with for which White Lotus character? Uh, so. Most of the main characters have already appeared on that. Okay. Uh, The first episode, it was Tanya and Portia. The second episode, I believe it was uh, Ethan and Harper. The third episode was Dominic and Bert. The fourth episode was Albie and Jack. Uh, And the fifth episode, this episode was Cameron and Daphne. So who does that leave that could be appearing in those interviews afterwards uh, i assume the people who die and the people who get killed are likely to be ones that they save till the end uh lucia and mia have not been and or valentina uh have not been featured on any of those nor have uh, quentin greg uh isabella rocco
1: maybe they're just busy
0: it could be, it could be, but who's left? I mean, those are the characters left. I assume that some of them are going to have interviews
1: afterwards, and I assume it's going
0: to be for a big reason. So,
1: yeah. What's well, meta?
0: <laughs> that's pretty meta.
1: Well, that's meta. That's not fair. I was okay. like saying, I was like saying, yeah, I thought they were um, filming on a set in Sicily, so I flew down and I uh, watched it with some binoculars. <laughs> And I, I saw the no, scene of when they killed off the people. That's a little more. This is more I, like, That's that's the exact equivalent. I, I don't think that's no, at not. all. I don't it's, think that's at all undermining. Point whatsoever. I think that is a fair equivalence.
0: Here's a better equivalence. A better metaphor. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Take my one word, night, u- one night. One night. <laughs> one night. Ultimate Werewolf if you played it, folks. Uh, yeah, during during the game, everybody has to close their eyes and like do stuff with the cards and. Uh, it's like when somebody wakes up from that and says well i heard some rustling over here on my right so i guess this person (laughs) i I, that's i don't like that (laughs) it's not in the spirit of the game and nor is this but i'm using the information that i have so
1: okay just know i think you i think you flew out and watched them film that's that that's what that is the equivalent to me
0: okay all right fine yes i would have loved to have flown out and watched them film (laughs) this.
1: Are you basically did, what it sounds like to me. But...
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Kerr, who's the goodest character right now? You're gonna stick with Harper. I know you are.
1: No, I'm not gonna stick with Harper.
0: No. Well What did Harper hmm. do in this episode to make you to, to get you off that bandwagon?
1: I just for the episode. I mean
0: I, I mean I think when we talk about who, who's the goodest the character, character I think we gotta talk about, you know, you know, at, at this point, who I mean, I don't mean just in this episode. I mean, who has developed into the goodest character or remains the goodest character. I okay.
1: Guess. So you mean, okay. So if we're counting all the other episodes, Cheese Harper's. Still, I might have to pass it to Alby. I
0: if, think um, Alby is, is, is easily the picture.
1: And, and the only reason why is Harper's reaction to thinking that possibly um, Ethan cheated on her, which she she has the right to think that possibly because he mm-hmm. did lie to her despite what he's saying and the fact that mm-hmm. he's refuting the fact that he lied to her doesn't help that fact but you can argue you her reaction is still inappropriate now you can mm-hmm. argue it is but I think the, since there's now that argument there it it it, it eats away at her um, goodest I think there's an argument that you can make there and uh, that eats away at her goodest person or goodest character it, yeah. So, so yeah, I I mean, I, take so
0: I I think just overall I, I think looking back at the whole season, you know, this this uh very first episode the when Cameron dropped Trow in the room right in eyeshot of of Harper. She didn't say anything to Ethan until it was convenient for her to say something until, until she could use it to make a point. Right. It was. She wasn't indignant about it. She wasn't like going right to him to tell him or anything like that. It was. um, She may not have never have told him if they had not gotten in that argument. So I, you know, I wonder if she's going to hold on to this leg touch thing, just keep that in her pocket.
1: Could, could. So
0: I don't know. I I think there's there's a level of manipulation and passive aggression to Harper that kind of disqualifies her.
1: I think that's, I, you could say that. I, I, we'll just see how it goes.
0: Well, yeah, I totally but, agree. I'm just saying, right now, I feel like the best character, or the, the goodest character is Albie.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree with you. So, Albie takes the title now. Good for Albie. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's, mm-hmm. it's a crown that is not given out easily, only one can hold it.
0: Albie, well, we to- I guess, kind of, too, if we disagree.
1: Well, I'm the one that has the crown. I'm the one that gives up the crown. I, I don't think you have a crown to be given out. You can oh. get a crown to give out, but I have the crown. I'm, so bold of you to assume that we oh. are giving one out. I, I, I don't know. Why I you got, got that. Listen, I got crowns. <laughs> Wait, you got like the Swedish or whatever it is. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: the Queen of Sicily. <laughs> I have
1: a Wait, yeah, yeah, I, I, I bestow upon Elby as goodest character.
0: I concur.
1: Well, no. That makes you sound like you have a higher authority than me. No, 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 no. I, I approve All right. of your... I bestow of Albie. upon Alby the the
0: title of goodest character.
1: And I will crown me the goodest character, yes. Fine.
0: Cool. Perfect. Everybody gets to do a victory lap, including <laughs> Alby. <Albert>. Okay. <laughs> so, let, let us wrap this up, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can... Check us out. Uh, check out our other stuff. We've got lots of stuff in our back catalog. We've got Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Centaur World, Dexter New Blood, The Leftovers, Lost, Only Murders in the Building, Ozark, Russian Doll, and of course, Season 1 of the White Lotus. Please give us those five-star ratings and reviews. If you'd like to email us, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Please share the podcast around. Tell people about it. Uh, we, we, love, uh, we love the listenership, and we love you. So, you know what? Cheers, party people. Have a nice life. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.